Hey, 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 guys. It's your girl, Socially Safe Beyond, a.k.a. SFB. I'm back again bringing you another episode from No Limits Bible Study. Let me tell you, before I get into the details of how this went last week on May 27th, because it went phenomenal, um, let me give you some details. We do Bible study every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Central Time. If you want to be a part of this Bible study, ladies, email me at no.limits.sfb at gmail.com. That is no.limits.sfb at gmail.com. Send me an email. I will be gladly to send you the Zoom information. We are always excited about new ladies joining us. So anyway, nevertheless, we're going to get right into um, our discussion that we had. We're reading the book right now, Grace, More Than We Deserve, Greater Than We Imagine by Max Licato. And it's very, very, very good. If you don't have a book, get the book. It's on, it's on Amazon. You can order it. And it's at your all your local bookstores. But I can't wait to you listen to this podcast message. I hope it blesses you. And I hope it restores you in some type of way. So go ahead and tune in. Dear Lord, we thank you so much for this fellowship, Lord God. We thank you that we are just coming together as women, Lord God. They're here to strengthen each other, to encourage each other, Lord God. Continue to watch over us and our families, Lord God. Continue to lead and guide us, Lord God. Continue to allow us to receive your grace and, you know, actually be able to give grace to others, Lord God. Most importantly, Lord God, thank you so much for all that you've done and doing in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Here, so chapter one through three. Chapter one was um, the grace shaped life, and chapter two was the God who stoops. Chapter three was oh sweet exchange, and I'm just gonna add four to, as well. Um, chapter four was you can rest now, and so I had the recap questions to go over for chapters one through three. Um, I do got um, maybe like three more questions to go over with chapter four, and then we're going to talk about five and six. Okay, so first question, um, what does grace mean to you? Um, I per- I'll, I'll go first while you're looking over the questions, Erin. Um, Kayla answered once before, but I want her to, if she can, um, elaborate on, you know, what it means to her as well. Um for me, um, grace, <laughs> I, I feel like grace is, um, just like, a oh, it's like an overwhelming favor. Like, you know, mercy is, you know, um, pretty much God giving you what you don't deserve. And, you know, he giving you mercy, um, in, in spite of everything, but grace, I feel like it's just that extra mile. Like, you know, he's able to, like, even if you're in your, um, I will, I will say reaping, cause you know, you, you know, you reap what you sow. And so in that, even in that reaping stage, you know, he still gives you grace to continue on in your trials and tribulations or whatever. And it's just like, you know, it could be much worse, but then you just realize like the grace of God is still carrying you through it. Like even when you mess up, you know, you know, you mess up. And like, even for my situation, you know, when I felt like, you know, I messed up. Well, I know I felt like I did mess up or whatever. You just like through it all, it was a blessing in it. He turned my mess into a blessing, you know, and he gave me that favor to continue to go on without the shame, without the guilt, you know, without the condemnation. It was just like, you know, I'm a, I'm a carry you through this, you know, even in, when, in, when you mess up, like my grace is sufficient. Like I'm going to be there for you. And I feel like, you know, without grace, like, where would we be? You know, because even in the book, it was like, Jesus is grace. Grace is Jesus. You know, grace has came down where we don't have to do that extra um, killing of the, you know, flocks and stuff like that. It's just like, you know, his blood did that for us. You know, he died on a cross for us. And so, you know, that was him giving us grace where we can come to him and say, you know, Lord, forgive me for my sins and re- turn and repent and and don't do it anymore. And it's just like, you know, but even if we do fall and slip up, grace still there to carry us um, and, and be there right for us and just 
be there to let us know, like, you can still go forward. You can still get back in alignment. You can still, you know, continue to walk that he has given you. And it's purpose in you, you know, whether, you know, you've done wrong or not, you know, there's still purpose and he's going to see you through until you fulfill that purpose that he has already created and designed for you to do. And so that's what I feel like grace is and what it means to me is, um, it's just a merited favor. I will say that. It's just a merited favor. If you want to sum it down to a couple of words, it's, grace is a merited favor to me. Um, Aaron or Kayla, do you want to express what grace means to you? Yeah, I can add. Um, so um, just like, you know, God's free gifts, nothing we deserve. Um, I... I'm trying to think if I watched, I, I started Grace Like a Flood. I remember you telling, telling you that. I think I just watched the first, um, the first part, part one. But, mm-hmm. um, no, I think I watched part two too. But, um, cause it, he was, Pastor Todd was saying what, you know, basically what Grace is. But from that, um, and like from the book, um, he's basically saying that Grace is, um, not by your works. <clears throat> like it's nothing, that we do and it doesn't because yeah. it doesn't um what's the word doesn't determine our worth so out for the longest time I felt like I had to you know be good and do everything perfect to win God's grace or to win you know to like win God over but it's you know nothing I did and it's not you know by me doing good and then he talked about like the unrighteous and righteous like you know a person who is based on what you believe. So you can be, you know, you can believe, but then you can do something bad, but you cannot believe and then do something good. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but either way, it's not based on, you know, righteousness isn't based on, you know, the good or bad. It's, it's you know, you believe in that God gave you that gift of grace that you, you know, didn't deserve and pay for. So, um, yeah. That was good. So that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. I just um grabbed the um the YouTube video and put it in the chat. Um mm-hmm. it's really a good series. Like if you are um I would say if you never really been taught um Grace and because I know when I was bring, bringing up we I ain't hear much about it, honestly. Other than the song. Other than, yes, other than a song. And, you know, it was just more so like, you better ask God for forgiveness and, you know, um, pray that he give you some mercy. You know, and it, it, even with mm-hmm. mercy, it made it seem like you had to, like, not necessarily earn it, but mercy sounded bad, too. You know, it wasn't like, you know, God's giving you mercy, you know. It wasn't said in a, like, I would say a good tone where it was like, I wasn't afraid. Maybe kind of like afraid of God, you know? And I, I didn't hear about grace until I actually moved um, in in Maryland, you know? And, and I heard more. I think I actually had this Bible, this book in my Bible study class in Maryland and years ago. I really believe so, um, that one of the young adults um, ministers had, talked about it and we discussed it or whatever in my Bible study class. But, you know, I never really knew about grace. It was just like something that you had, I felt like you had to earn, like you said. And, you know, it was, it wasn't like, you know, the grace of God, you know, is going to cover you. It wasn't something that I wanted to draw closer to. It was more something that I was running away from. And grace, you got to run into grace. You don't run from it. You run into it. You know, it's it's that good, you know. And so I'm I feel like you, like I feel like I had to earn it as well. Like, you know, so Aaron, do you have something to say on it or what grace mean to you? Or even what you thought about grace before you knew what it was? Um, yeah. Yeah, I just um yes, I do. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to pump and do this at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but just bouncing off what you said earlier, grace is, is an overwhelming goodness to me and an overwhelming love that you don't have to, you know, it's it's always there from God. You just have to open your eyes, and open your heart to receive it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, it's something that you don't necessarily have to work hard for. But once you get it and you, you feel it and you receive it, it's something that you can't explain. 
It's just like a, it's an overwhelming happiness, like an overwhelming joy. Yeah, that's good. You know? That's good, and it's so true. It's just like, oh, I mean, it it really takes away that fear, that shame, that guilt. Like it just it really gives you like a clean slate, almost. Like you know, not almost. It does. You know, it's just like okay, you fell down. Now you can get back up again. You know. And like you said, it's once you in it and you embrace it, it's like, man, where, where, where was I going? What, what, why was I trying to do this by myself? Exactly. You know, and, and even in the chapter, um, I think six, six or seven, I was reading, it was saying you can't do it alone. Like, don't try to repair your life or don't try to, you know, um, get back to where you need to go by yourself. No, you're going to need God, <laughs> period. You're going to need the grace of God. Um, and it's just like, it, or or you're going to lead right back to the same old things. You're going to go back to the same old ways, whatever, because you're trying to do it on your own and on your own strength. And it's like, your strength ain't going to make it. <laughs> you need grace. And I, even when, um, in the beginning, like the first three chapters or whatever, um, when we had Bible study a couple of weeks ago, or whatever, I was saying like, you know, I, I got to a point where it was just like faith, embrace grace, embrace it. It's there for you. Embrace it. Don't, don't just continue to run away from it. Cause when you do, you don't not only let guilt and condemnation in, you let the enemy continue to play on your mind, continue to play on your mind. And, you know, all those voices in your head and, you know, it's, it's him and it's you and the devil playing games in your own head and you get trapped, you know, and the only way you exit out is exit out with grace, you know. And so that was question number one, which was so good. Um, uh, I was going to add real yeah. quick. <clears throat> um, just I think it was from um, the videos, too, and from reading. But basically. Um, you know, he was saying that grace is not, um, you know, living out of fear, you know, oh, like being like being scared that, you know, you mess up uh, now you're going to hell or you mess up now, you know, I don't know, like just be like living out of fear. <clears throat> That's not what grace is. So that was good. That stuck with me because I used to be, you know, scared if I messed up. Um then I'm like, you know, does this mean I'm not saved no more? You know, no. It's like you have to, like you said, embrace, embrace, um, you know, God's grace because that's what it's for. It's paid for. And mm-hmm. he factored in, you know, the mess ups and stuff like that. So that helped me too. That's so good. He definitely factored it in. <laughs> he ain't uh, get down across for the past ends. <laughs> Right. <laughs> it's it for the future sins. Like the sins I don't even commit. <laughs> you know? And so that's that that is really good. That's real good. Um, especially the fear factor of it all. Like you could it's it's one thing to be saved and free, but when you save and in fear, that's like a whole nother thing. Like, who wants to be saved and then be in fear of everything, you know? Being in fear of, oh, I got to do this right. I got to do that right. Like, uh-huh. that's not real. Like, you're not really experiencing the freedom of, you know, being a Christian, you know, and walking this this life, walking in this life and um, being, you know, a, a, a spiritual person or a child of God, you know, because if you're walking in fear, like, God hasn't given you the spirit of fear. Like, it's, that's that's Bible. You and know, I'm you know, Aaron. Yeah, um, I just feel like what you just said it goes hand in hand with, um, you know, if you're going to pray, don't worry. Or if you're going to worry, don't pray. You know right. what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, you, can't, you can't live in fear. You have grace. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what it's there for. Like, you know, you're not going to, I don't know. Like, when I experienced grace and I, and I started to really learn about it, I was just like, Whoa where has this been taught? Like, why didn't I know this before? It was such a, like a burden lifted, you know what I'm saying? Like God does care. Like, you know, I don't have to live in, you know, condemnation anymore. I don't have to live in fear that, you know, if I mess up, oh snap, like, you know, I'm going to go to hell. Like, no, 
you repent and ask God give you, you know, accept his grace because it's already there. You know, it's not like this is something new. He like I came into came and died to for grace to give it to you. So it's up to us to accept it. <clears throat> but um hey Shannon. <laughs> Um, thanks for joining. We are uh, doing a recap of a chapter one and three right now, and uh, we're going to recap four as well. But right now, we, I just asked everyone to pretty much explain to um, us and elaborate on what grace means to you. So if you want to chime in and let us know what grace means to you, we just really like started. So you can feel free to do so. Um, what does it mean to me? Let me think. Probably, maybe, um, like God allowing me to be human, um, like giving me, allowing mistakes, um, like understanding my heart, I guess. Like, I think that sometimes we hold ourselves almost to a higher standard than like I know for me like I'm super tough on myself I'm hard on like you know I have this expectation set of like what I'm supposed to be or what I'm supposed to be doing or where I'm supposed to be at at a certain age or you know in your marriage whatever it will be in your career and um like I think that um like God is such a gracious God like he just allows you to exist and and be who you are and um I guess that's a blessing in itself. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I can definitely, I can relate to that, especially uh, being a PK or growing in the church all, mm -hmm. you know, all your life, you really put, I mean, it's almost like it trickles down <laughs> from generation to generation. Cause it's like, where did this come from? You know, right. I, you know, you put the expectation and you put yourself Sometimes you put your own self on a pedestal and when like you get knocked down, thank God grace is there <laughs> to pick you back up. Mm -hmm. But you put so much heaviness on you and it's just like, oh, it's like, like you said, you human, you gonna mess up. Like it's gonna happen, you know? Um, and so, yeah, like grace, def I can definitely relate to that. Grace makes you understand that you are human and it gives you, an opportunity to free yourself from a high expectation because God mm -hmm. expects you the way you are, you know, and he understands your flaws. And, you know, I mean, I, when I prayed today, I was like, thank you God for looking past my flaws and my faults and meeting my needs still, you know, because that's what he does. And it's just, it's just so amazing. So I can definitely agree with you on that. You want to add something, Aaron? No, I haven't read the book. I really want to read it. <laughs> well, these re recap questions is pretty much you don't have to know the book um, too well. It's just like based off your own life, really. Yeah, I have it wrong every day of my life. <laughs> I hate you, child. Uh, okay, so question number two. Um, think about a time when you were wrong. How did you respond? Did you try to justify your behavior or did you just speak the truth? Um, of course I'll go first. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I, when I read this, uh, question and of course I got this, uh, from the study part of the book, um, when I was looking over it, um, I was like, dang, you know, I can think about a lot of times. <laughs> I can think about times when I justified and I think my times I was just like, girl, you messed up, you know? And, you know, when you really try to like justify your wrongdoing, it's just like, there you are again, not accepting the grace of God. Like you, it's like you turning your back on grace. And once you do that, it's just like, you just denying what the gift that was already given to you, you know? And, but once you just speak freedom and just like, you know what, I messed up, you know, I'm gonna repent or I'm gonna go to the person and say sorry or whatever the case may be, you know, and let them know I messed up. That gives you, when you accept the grace of God, you're able to turn around and give it to someone else, you know? And so it's just like a lesson learned almost to me. 
And, you know, I, I think I, you know, several times, I'm not going to always get it right, but the lessons that I have learned from not justifying or trying to doctor it or trying to plead my case or why I did such and such, it's just like, it's not worth it at the end. It is really not. Just, you know, own up to your your mistakes or whatever and keep going forward because then you'll find yourself either in shame or, you know, doubt. And it's just like, God don't want to see you on that like that. He gives you grace because he wants you to continue to go on and be the person he has called you to be. So that's my little summary of question number two. Anybody else want to chime in? Okay, so number three, are you always proclaiming or ready to proclaim God's grace no matter where you are or who your audience is? Why or why not? Uh, when I read this, I'm like, where I'm at now, um, I, I never, like, I don't think I ever try to shun away from it. You know, I think because I know what God's grace really is, I'm like, always ready to like you know testify about it I, I would say um and no matter you know no matter what the audience is but I'm what I am learning more is to um how do I say discern my audience you know to how to break down grace you know I'm asking God you know to help me be more of a teacher and you know and not always think that people are church or whatever to know what grace is like I didn't always know what grace was and just be able to how to explain it to you know someone that is a you know either a sinner or a saint you know <laughs> lost or found um and so I think that's I think that's where I'm at with that question um anybody else uh, for me uh, I don't know like it's not something that I shy away from but like I also consider grace to be like undeserving favor you know so um, like I'll give an example I remember when my aunt was really sick with COVID and you know she made it and I remember talking to my coworker about it and she was like like you know I don't I didn't know anyone who was on the ventilator for that long and still made it Wow. And I and she knows that I'm a Christian. We've gone on travel trips together at work and she's I don't know if she's atheist or agnostic. Like she just they just don't really believe in anything. Mm -hmm. But she says that like I was the first judgment, like non-judgmental Christian that she ever met. So she know like we're we're cool. We're not like super close, but we talk enough. Um, but her response was like kind of asking me like you know why do I think she made it mm -hmm. I was like I mean we was on prayer calls every day you know and I tried my best to say it without because I'm a child of God it's not always deserving that um his grace covers me and my family and you know and things or situations that some people may not understand so sometimes I'll say it and sometimes I don't and it's not because I don't think God doesn't deserve the praise. It's just, mm -hmm. like you said, like it's hard to know your audience and for them to even understand if I, and I did, you know, I told her, but it was like, is she going to even understand? Like, yeah, will she get it? <laughs> right. So I don't think it's something that like, I don't talk about, you know, like purposely, I, I typically think about what I'm about to say or where I am. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if he's deserving of my praise, he's going to get it, you know, no matter where I am. That's my watch, but yeah, awesome, awesome. That was a good. That was actually a very good testimony and uh, example. <laughs> like that is that. Yeah, I mean, whew, grace of God, literally. Mm -hmm. Um, how long was she on the ventilator? I think it was fifteen days. Oh, wow, wow, yeah. yeah. Mm -mm -mm. That is nothing but the grace of God. I mean, that's. Like I like the, the question, um, the first question, like you know, what grace mean to you? I was saying it's just like a merit of favor. Like I just feel like it's just a, abundance of favor given, you know. And so that I mean, that is definitely a good example of abundance of favor. So that's real good. Um, uh, Kayla, Aaron, you guys want to chime in on that? Uh, answer that question, or I will go to number four. 
Um, yeah, I can just add to it. Um, <clears throat> but I guess kind of like Shannon was saying, like knowing my audience, um, and then figuring out if, like if I'm gonna waste my time, not waste my time, but like I I knew I said that in my head and it came out. Okay, so but <laughs> no, it's problem. if I'm gonna like. I mean, I guess I should be real, like, waste my breath, like, trying to explain it, or if I should figure out how to, like, you know, say it in a way that somebody would understand who who is not really, you know, in church and stuff like that, but I guess it makes me think of, um, like, having that, that grace for others and not being judgmental, um, but, yeah, there, there are times when I, like, shy away from, like, sharing it, because I don't know how. Um, but then when I do, it's like, I just say it in, di- in a different way, but I still like to say God is good, but I don't really go into all in detail, you know, but yeah, I'm trying to work on that too with, um, you know, the right time or, you know, just saying how to say things. Yeah. No, I, but sometimes it's like, especially I think it's really knowing your audience and who the audience is because sometimes you can be around your normal friends or your normal family members, you know, that already, you know, kind of know, you know, about it or definitely know you're, you know, you're a Christian and mm-hmm. they just like probe you for it or they ask you questions. But it's just like, I done told you once before. So it's like, and I'm when I'm telling you again, like, are you getting it or are you just, you just questioning me just to be questioning me and even or I guess you still got to give them grace in that moment you know to you know continue to educate them and teach them and and, you know you don't never know in those moments when are you planting seeds you know you don't you don't really know like I feel like you always plant seeds but you know sometimes either you're the planter or you're there to water that plant you know so it's just like you just never know so it's like give yourself grace, give the other person grace, because maybe in that moment, um, when you least expect it, God is really counting on you to intervene for, for him on his behalf and like, you know, actually teach this person something. So it's just like, you know, pray, um, pray for more discernment and, you know, like you said, more, I will say more grace and patience, you know, but never, I feel like sometimes it do feel like you wasting the time, but depending on who the person is, but uh once you realize and take a step back and be like, you know what, if I was in this person's shoes asking these questions, would I, you know, would I want to know for real, you know? So yeah. Shannon, you about to say something? Okay. Aaron, did you want to chime in? Sorry, I'm trying to keep breastfeed two babies at the same time. <laughs> no, you good. I missed I only I came back the last part. Oh, so the question was said, are you always proclaiming or ready to proclaim God's grace no matter where you're where you are or your audience? Why or why not? Um honestly, it it depends on where I'm at. It it, it depends. And I wouldn't say it depends because I would never deny God in front of anybody, but I think I would just be careful with my words because everybody isn't as open, you know with yeah. that subject but I would you know um relate in the way that I feel that someone could understand yeah yeah no that's good that's good okay so number four when has oh this is a good one <clears throat> when has your stubbornness kept you from enjoying all of the benefits of grace it says, when has your stubbornness kept you from enjoying all the benefits of grace? That was number four. Um, I mean, I can definitely testify to this. Um, I would say, I, I mean, I don't think I ever looked at it as stubbornness, but I mean, if you know, you know, and it in I feel like, okay, now you are being kind of stubborn in a moment. Um, but when I um uh when I got pregnant and I I was like <clears throat> I was like really like in regret and you know uh shameful and just in guilt. 
And I kind of carried that for a long time, longer than what I should have. Like, you know, knowing that, you know, the grace of God is real, knowing that you can repent and, you know, get back in alignment. I knew all of these things, but, you know, I, I guess I would say I was stubborn. And it was just um, when I would talk to one of my, um, I call it my sister, my big sister, I talked to her about it and I was just really vulnerable and um, open and honest with her. And she was like, you know, it's not so much of, you know, you doing wrong. She was like, you know, you, she was like, you really love God and you didn't want to, you didn't want to hurt. You didn't want to hurt God, you know? And I, 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 that's something I definitely didn't want to do, like fall back hard. But <clears throat> when I looked at it and I looked, you know, I took a step back and I was just like, I don't, Lord, I don't want to be in this, um, this guilt or shame anymore. Sorry, you guys. I don't want to be in this guilt and shame anymore. You know, I want to be able to embrace grace, you know, and I want to be able to live out this, you know, this testimony because it really is a testimony at the end of the day. Um, and then, and be able to like help others as well. And so at, at a moment, I, w- I guess you would say I would be, was being stubborn because at, at, in the moment of the guilt and the shame, when that passed over, it's just like, well, shoot, I might as well just stay in it, you know, knowing you, you don't want to, but you being, you're, you got condemnation, guilt, all this other stuff. You're not, uh, being open about it or, you know, looking to go to help you kind of stay in your own shell, then you've been stubborn, you know, like at the end of the day, you've been stubborn when you know that that grace is there to carry you and to help you to get further on out of your, out of your own pit and misery. So that, um, that's one time I was definitely, I guess, stubbornness <laughs> can seep in all the way in. Um, but let me tell you when that heaven is broke, and, you know, I, I call on the person I need to call on. And, you know, um, I just let go, like, you know, ask God for forgiveness and repenting of that. Like, it was it was a freedom that I, I never, like, in that way experienced before. You know, like, I feel like you don't, I don't level sins, but I feel like to me that was a big sin. <laughs> but <laughs> it was just like being that low before, there. And, you know, experience God's grace, like, man, it was just like, I would never want to feel that, that low ever in my life. Like, and if I could help somebody, you know, to move forward and out of that, like, I will, like, don't stay there. Like, no matter what you've done, you know, it ain't had to be what I did, but, you know, whenever you think that's so low that you can't get out of, like, I would definitely be that person that encourage somebody and help them because at the end of the day, you learn lessons to help people. <laughs> That's what it is. Anybody else? Oh, um, sorry, Veronica. Hey, um, the, we we're just going over a recap of chapters one through four. And so the question was, uh, when was stubbornness kept you from enjoying all the benefits of grace? So I'm like asking people to <laughs> uh, share with us, you know, a time or, you know, or even you don't have to share exact time, but how you feel. So anyone wanted to chime in? Well, Faith, can you hear me? hmm You know, it's funny that you say that because I, I had a lot of stubbornness with this pregnancy. Because when I found that I was pregnant, you know, I'm divorced and I was like, I don't want nobody talking about me. You know, I'm not with the father, this, that, and that. Blah, blah, blah. I was going back and forth. Do I want to keep the pregnancy? Or do I want to go ahead and you know, be a woman about it and do what I need to do. So I was real stubborn on that. So it, it took me, it took a lot of mental strength for me to go through this. So that, that is, that is one thing I can definitely relate to you about. You know, you, I felt shameful. I felt embarrassed. You know, I didn't want people talking about me, but at the end of the day, you know, it, it really showed me who was there for me and that I didn't need nobody but God. Cause you, you know, you know a little bit, but Man, when I tell you there ain't nothing but a testimony at the end of this pregnancy, that I couldn't nobody tell me that God doesn't exist. Cause I, you know, you just go on with that. Nobody. It's it's you know, I had a lot of stubbornness. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna go too too deep into it. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Listen. Them daggone pregnancy uh testimonies. <laughs> Man, listen to him. <laughs> 
And have you going? I didn't think that was going to be my testimony, but uh, hey, it is what it is. But it will definitely teach you. It will teach you some lessons. You hear me? Teach you some lessons, Erin. It really will teach you about God, how God turned your mess into a blessing. Because day, I don't care what nobody say. Like grace, my grace is a a blessing in the it's mirror. A yeah. So, anyone else? Veronica, like you burning over there, child. Go ahead, unmute yourself. Um, <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> First, can I just say, Shannon, I need to figure out what kind of lighting you have because you look like you at a photo shoot right <laughs> now. Okay, blowing. Gosh, Ain't no lights in here. <laughs> oh, it's so nice. Thank um, you. I guess the, the time where I was the most stubborn it was actually just in waiting for God to show up because for so long I wanted to be married and have a family and I didn't just wait for him to send the right person to me Mm. so I stepped out there and yeah I made a mess of the whole thing and then yes the pregnancy part was the blessing on the other end because I have this wonderful little girl but had I waited and not been like so gung-ho and so going against his will. And I guess the stubborn part, stubbornness part comes in hearing him tell me to wait, but like, no, I'm I, I'm going to do this right now. And he's like, no, you need to just chill. Who cares that you're 37? Who cares that it hasn't happened yet? Just chill. And I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead on. <laughs> and uh I mean when I say I, I ran into a whole brick wall, yeah. And I think had I waited, and I'm not even gonna say I think I know had I waited and not just been so stubborn and stayed in my own head and done things my way, the grace of a wonderful mate would have come mm. probably sooner, you know, for me. Mm. I don't know, but I definitely wouldn't have gone through the things that I, I did. Yeah, I mean, it turned into a blessing on the other end, but all I had to go through to get there. Yes, better days, coach. It it definitely definitely turned around. (laughs) So many ways. (laughs) Well, yeah, I was. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I think, like you said, faith with repent. Can you leave? Repenting. That was that's the blessing she talking to. He's trying to hear about himself <laughs> or she. <laughs> um, I think, like you said, faith and repenting, that's when you really feel his presence and his power over you to forgive and change your life. And so even though I had to like step back and went back way, I mean, took so many steps back, way further back than I thought I would, learning there that he can forgive you, that he will forgive you, even though you've been disobedient, even though you've been stubborn, even though you stepped out of his will, he's right there mm-hmm. waiting on you just yeah. to confess it to him and ask for forgiveness. And so after that point I, is when I really saw his grace speak and his hand on my life because where I am now, I should not be like, from what I experienced, I, sh- I should be in somebody's hospital right now, tied up, and I'm not. And it's only because of his grace. That's so good. Amen. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, I would say that's good. But I just want to say thank you, Veronica, for sharing. <clears throat> Sorry, y'all, my voice is still hoarse. But um, thank you for sharing. Um, but I'm kind of in that, I can speak on that stubbornness now because I know I've been doing the right things and like when I was I had all these areas like professionally socially um physically that I wanted God to you know restore with you know forming certain forming certain friend groups um and then with me getting a new job and he's been doing these things so now I'm in the um still you know growing myself and and waiting stage with dating um 
So, and I had to remind myself that, you know, if he did it with all those other areas that I, you know, had to wait through and he bought the job at the right time and he bought, you know, those groups of friends that I'm connected with now, um, he'll do this. So just with that stubbornness, I'm trying to not like rush stuff because y'all, I'll be 25 next month. So I'm so tired. I'm not tired of hearing like my mom and like, because it's true. It's really true with everybody saying Say it, Shannon. Go ahead and say Speaking something about my, me. my birthday. Oh, and they sent you. me a, that video, y'all. My birthday tomorrow, but no, my birthday is <laughs> my birthday is next month. But anyway, back on track. So I'll be twenty five, and so I'm just tired of hearing like my mom and people say, you know, don't rush your relationship. Which that's just my stubbornness because I know, you know, I don't want to rush and get into the wrong relationship. So it's just, I'm like, okay, God, but I'm doing, you know, everything. And it seems like everybody in my age group is just not trying to be serious. But I guess I'm just, I have to wait and not be stubborn and not, you know, like go ahead of God and be like, oh, well, I'm going to talk to this person anyway, when I know that, you know, I am deserving and that God does have a godly relationship for me. So I just have to wait and be patient. (laughs) You on mute, Faith. Oh, shoot. Um, <laughs> I was saying, that's good. I mean, I could definitely speak on that. Um, like, girl, listen. Wait. <laughs> I don't want to speak no uh, maybe on you or anything else on you, but please just wait. You know, because even, even with not the physical part of it, you know, but the spiritual and the mental part and the emotional part and you rush something it it is draining like it is so draining like you don't even want to deal with that and and then you know I know how people say oh I don't want to meet somebody have to learn them all over again well listen I'm still learning my (laughs) my husband out I'm still learning him every day so you're gonna it happens you're gonna learn how long y'all been married Shannon four years four years she just had an anniversary listen I'm pretty sure they're still learning each other every day so it's like it's gonna happen you have to learn somebody you're gonna keep learning them because you're gonna keep growing I mean who don't want to be with somebody that's gonna continue to evolve not me um so like you know wait on God like you know it's such a cliche and I heard you know, the church people heard, I heard them say, wait on the Lord for so long. Um, but they was right. They didn't always explain themselves, you know, why should we should wait? You know, that would have been, you know, better beneficial, but they, they were telling you for a reason. They might not gave you the reason, but by and by, as my grandma say, by and by, you will learn, you know, and <clears throat> in between those buys, <laughs> When you have to say goodbye, it's a lot of hurt that go in between. So it's best if you just hold out, you know, continue to focus on bettering yourself and you and find out what you really want to do in your career. And it's so much other opportunities you can take advantage of. Get closer to God. My God, when I broke up with Frederick and I got closer to God, like I experienced God in so many ways I didn't even know he existed in. Like, you know, and I'm still learning on him about him. You know, so I encourage you, like, when that stubbornness flare up, hit the, up the group track. <laughs> hit up the group track. Because Shannon sure is going to tell you, uh, sit your behind down. But <laughs> I am. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit to sit, so give you a couple 30 second um, speech on sitting down right now. Um, I'll wait. <laughs> because you're only 25, so let's run that back first. Um, I'm not 25 yet. Exactly, <laughs> even worse. But I know, that's why I said like that. My point is, like, my, my baby sister is 23. She's about to be 24 in February. And she's still a virgin. She's never been in any serious relationship. And compared to all her friends, she doesn't understand why, right? Like, she's like, I've never had a boyfriend. Like, I mean, she had one and it hasn't been serious, but my explanation to her is that, or my 
reason is similar to what Veronica said. Like, if you step out of God's will too soon, then you have to deal with the hurt of relationships that shouldn't have been yours, right? Mm -hmm. So I I tell her often to like, take, take a step away from social media, take a step away from looking at where you think you're supposed to be at this age um because she did that with her career she was one of the only people friends who didn't have a job a full-time job at the time that was offering benefits she got a job a year later um that was better than all her other friends but she had to wait right and she you don't know what she learned in that year of working in that internship or what she may have been protected from in that yeah. year but you just have to trust God's timing for everything. So um, I would rather you wait to find the right husband than to be in three bad relationships from 25 to 30 because you just didn't want to be single. Um, so whether that puts you in a hospital or, I mean, and you just don't realize what it does to you mentally, um, the hurt that you have to deal with, the baggage that you deal with when you take ex or bad relationships or experiences. Like there's so many things that you have to deal with um, that you take when you could just literally sit and wait on God. And like Faith said, focus on yourself, focus on your career. But when the right man is ready to be um, your husband, he will be there. Um, and I have friends that got rushed and got married. They thought their time clock was ticking. Oh, I want to have a baby. Their time clock is over. They're 41, no kids and divorce. So take your, you know what I'm saying? Like you need to take your time. Like, thank God that, you know, sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't, but I meant, I rather, I said, tell my friends all the time, like, you rather be single wishing you were married than married wishing you were single. Mm. Drop mic. Bible study is over. <laughs> but that's my, I'm done with you, Kayla. Sorry about that. Girl. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm going to listen. Listen. Please listen, Kayla. Warning come before fall. Mm-hmm. Honey. It does. It really does. And I mean, I literally something totally different, but I experienced that this week. Um, and I just, <laughs> I, I literally warned my baby sister. I was like, me and my older sister, um, real that she joined, she she's on Bible study too. Um, but we literally warned her like. <sighs> don't be disrespectful don't don't do this don't do that and I mean in her case she didn't take the warning and it it bit her in the behind okay and um <clears throat> right now she gonna have to figure it out you know on her own and um but it's 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 always a warnings before falling and it's not those warnings are not there to scare you you know those warnings are there to give you wisdom. It's us giving you grace. You know, it's God using us to give you grace. Like, hey, I'm, I'm going to be there with you in that weight. That that grace is going to be there in that weight with you. Trust me. Mm-hmm. That that unmerited favor is going to be there with you in that weight. Because guess what? When you're waiting, God is providing for you. He is giving you provision in that, in that weight. Because mm-hmm. if you step out of that, you're not going to have no provision. You're going to start seeing yourself struggling, trying to do it on your own. Like she, Shannon said, your mental health, your emotional health, like all of that gets messed up. Self-esteem. Like, yeah. Listen, that right there, especially if you with somebody that's insecure. Yeah. It's not worth it. Not worth it. You know, and it's just like, don't you don't want to step out of that side of the grace because you know like shannon also said you know when they rush and do it it's not always your time like if you were about which i'm not sure if you are or not but if you were about get a kid you might not always get a kid and then it's like i done wasted my years with this person and i didn't even get what i wanted almost (laughs) out of the situation and you're like no it because guess what Guys want to determine what's going to come down out of them <laughs> and when it's going to come, you know, whether it's when you uh, be disobedient, go ahead or not. Like, it's up to them. 
you know? And so it's just like, man, take the, take the encouragement, take the warning, you know, take the wisdom and put in your back pocket because you never know when you got to pull on this in the near future to encourage somebody else. You know, you let, I would want to be that testimony that I waited. You know, I, I would want to be that testimony that, you know, I stayed under his covering because it's nothing like his covering. That favor, you'll be in places that you you didn't even realize you you were in. You know, you'll look up and be like, dang, how I got here? God was carrying you. That's how. You stayed in his will. You was obedient. You know, you got closer to him. You know, it's so much, it's worth it. You know, when it's, when you out, you gonna feel that you out. Sometimes when you in, you don't feel like you in because he just be carrying you. He's just that good. But when you out, oh my God, the rocks, <laughs> it's rocky. You know, you on that boat and ain't got no anchor. <laughs> Lord have mercy. You're going to feel it, you know? And then it's like, you do you want that testimony or do you want the other testimony? Right. You know, I want the plan A, not the plan B. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so... That that I, I knew that question was gonna be good, but anyone else want to chime in on that before I go to the next question? <clears throat> okay, this is a it's a pretty easy one, I guess. God gives us grace every day. Think of a, something that happened this week that was evidence of God's grace in your life. Did you realize it was Him, and did you thank Him for it? I, I mean, I, I can testify to that. Um, yeah, it was so crazy because uh, I was um, I went down to the Potter House we, as a, we went as a family and um, it, the message really touched touched me. And in that moment, <clears throat> I thought it was I thought the message was relating to like you know past or in the in the future like you know I will have to give grace you know in the future or you know God's favor will come in the future whatever like sometimes when we think something we think it's so far ahead and God be like no sis it's gonna happen this week like tomorrow (laughs) like when you get back home I'm gonna need you to make sure you grab onto this message like and that's why I'm like so thankful when I get those messages, I kind of stick them in my heart. Like I kind of hide them there, you know, put them in a safe place so it can, I can, it can marinate because I definitely needed that this week and, and pertaining to my, my sister or whatever. And, um, how I had, when the situation came up or whatever, and she informed me about it and, and I was just like, it was way too much. I can't even go into details about it. But when me and my sister was on the phone, you know, we gave her some wisdom and we gave her, you know, some grace or whatever. And when she flipped it around out in that moment, I was just like, God, because what it was, she was saying that, you know, she found out some information da, 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 and this, that and the third. And the person, the other party she was talking about, I had to realize, like, no, like. I'm not going to let the enemy take conduct take control because it would have stressed me out. I'm I'm 8 months pregnant. I do not need to be dealing with that, you know. And I was just like, you know, I'm going to just let grace happen. Like I'm 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 not going to even dwell on it. Like you know, I don't know what it could be or what it is or whatever, but I'm going to let grace happen here. You know, I'm not going to dwell on that. And I need the grace of God to carry me through that, you know, and I, and I thank him for it. Cause I was just like, I was telling my husband, I was like, babe, that could have messed me up. Like I could have, I could have like been stressed out. I, I experienced Braxton, Braxton Hicks that night, but I, it could have been a whole nother level. I could have been in premature labor, you know, if it would have stressed me out and I let, you know, the enemy seep in. And it was like, no, like if it did happen, I'm still going to give grace. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you know, we all fall short of the glory, you know, and everyone needs forgiveness. Whether you know it was the truth or not, you still need to give forgiveness because one, it still interrupt your, your day, you know, the stress of it all. So I was just like, you know, I thank God that, you know, I recognize his grace in that moment. And I, I, I also thanked him for it, but it could have been another way. That's what grace saved you from the other way. Like it could have happened something different. Like, you know, it could have just went way worse. Thank you for his grace. You know that it didn't, you know? And so 
that's my little testimony and I think the testimony is still going to be layers but <laughs> right now in this layer and this level you know I recognize God grace and I mean I, I I kept myself level-headed because I'm like I got a greater thing to do like I gotta teach Bible study tomorrow like I, gotta, I can't be thinking about this stuff you know so I just thank God and I just let I bask in his grace and let it just ride out you know and not get stressed about it, not get worked over about it. Um, but I, I praise and thank God for that that testimony. Um, anybody else rem- uh, can recognize a, t- a time of grace happened this week <clears throat> or today? <laughs> you said this week <laughs> or whenever. It doesn't matter. I just put this week in the in the question. I got you. Well, for one, yes, he did with me at morning. Thank you. But um. I mean, it's, it's, it might be small to most people, but it's big to me that he gives me energy and a mental mindset to take care of, you know, two new babies alone. So that's, that's the one thing I'm more, I'm grateful for. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, that's a big thing. Shoot. That mental, Lord, I'm not even going to get on that mental health. That is serious. So I pray yes. God that you keep giving you strength for that. Okay, so number six, it says, how can you raise your awareness of God's daily grace in your life? Um, if someone wants to answer before I answer, feel free um, to go ahead. My thought is um, just continually being in tune with him and paying attention to um, different things that are happening around you. I think just the word aware itself is making sure that you are aware of yourself, your situation, your state of being, your mental capacity. Just like you said, what could have happened to you because of the situation with your sister, but you were aware that, you know, I'm not going to allow myself to go that far. And God's grace is right here to keep you mm. to know, get through it, even if it was a little stressful. But I think just being aware of yourself and then just staying intimate and connected with God, then you can see that daily. That's so good. I don't, I don't have nothing added to that. <laughs> Anybody else? <laughs> I was going to say kind of what she's, was saying, um, recognizing it's not you. Um, yeah, she basically said it off. But just recognizing, you know, it's not you, and it and it is God's grace, you know, covering you. That's good. I um have nothing to add to that. Like I'm, Veronica said it all. <laughs> um, that's good. Okay, so technically that wrapped up chapters one through three questions. Um, chapter four, um, we're, we were going to, dis- but due to time, we're not going to discuss five through seven. Um, but I do want to, um, I th- clarify some things, I guess, um, or see if anyone had these questions. Um, I think we're all on the same page and we know, um, different things about, you know, grace and what it is and what it's not. Um, but question four, chapter four was, um, based on the topic, you can rest now. And um, the questions that were there for in the study guide, one of them was, has um, anyone ever told you that God's grace needed to be earned? Um, I haven't, no one has ever directly said those exact words, but I have felt like I needed, it needed to be earned. Um, especially when I was like growing up in, um, in the uh, church that I was in, I felt like that had always had to do good to earn, you know, God's grace, or I had to always be perfect. Um, that if I messed up, oh my gosh, <clears throat> the weight of condemnation was so whew, real. <laughs> it was just like unbearable, <laughs> honestly. Um, but you know, for me, um, I didn't even really know it was grace that they were referring to that I even had to earn because I didn't know too much about it. Um, and so. As for me, um, I can say, you know, yes to that question. Um, anybody else felt like it was needed to be earned? I know Kayla mentioned it earlier um, that she felt like, you know, it was something that she had to earn. <clears throat> as as yeah. 
So, um, and then the next question, <clears throat> uh, was Grace ever explained to you that it was something that was only given to those ha that have um, done good or do good? No, no. Okay, and then I was, I, um, it was a sub question. If so, um, the, what does, what is given to those who do wrong? So, <clears throat> huh? You was on mute. I said punishment. Right, right. And it's just like, you know, I, when I looked at that, I was like, you know, you would think the ones for the ones that don't do wrong, he would want to give them grace, you know, but it's like, no, grace is for everyone. Whether you do good on a daily basis or you do bad on a daily basis, or if you in between, uh, <laughs> in between the fence, they say, you know, crossing the fence every now and then, grace is for that too. You know, when you mess up, you can be a safe, sanctified, filled with Holy Ghost speaking in tongues. When you mess up, grace there for you too, you know, not just, you know, the sinner or the person that does good or the moral person, you know, grace is for everyone. And it, it's just like Jesus, he's for everyone. You know, you don't have to be just only white or black, you know, whatever, you know, this denomination, oh my gosh, I don't want to get into denominations, but I swear the Pentecostal thought Jesus was just them <laughs> and only them <laughs> but you know grace is for everyone um if you didn't know now you know um and it says uh yo okay that's the same question okay so good so those are the three questions um that was for chapter four because it was based on saying that you can rest now like it's nothing that you can you can earn or deserve like god forbid we don't deserve it it's given to us as a free gift, you know? And I praise God for that because I don't know how much grace will cost. <laughs> I'd probably be bankrupt right now if I had to pay for it. My God, you know how many cows I would have had to kill for my daddy farm <laughs> for some grace? <laughs> like, no, uh-uh. I ain't got the money, Lord. Thank you that it's free, <laughs> for real. So I just, you know, this was a great, great wrap up session. I'm glad we got through chapters one and four so we can discuss five through seven next um, week. Um, so glad you guys can join us. Anyone has some last comments, want to say anything before we get prayed out? Yeah, I was just going to add when you were talking about, um, but has anyone made us think that um, I guess Grace was deserving? Um, I think that was the last question, but basically like no one had, has told me that, oh, or like what happens if you, you know, mess up, have a run saying punishment, but that was like my own interpretation, like, you know, my, like myself, oh, I'm, you know, I'm gonna get punished. God's not going to have grace. Mm -hmm. So, but I learned, you know, I learned that wasn't the case. That's good. I mean, it's all a learning experience. That's why we have to read our word, get closer to God, and and almost like like don't depend on others to tell you all everything. You know, like <laughs> have that discernment. You know, and I mean the preacher don't know everything. Pastor <laughs> don't know everything. That's why you gotta get it for yourself. My grandma, as my grandma would say, you know, know the Lord for yourself because at the end of the day, this is your walk with Christ not nobody else's um they can they can be there for you they can help you but at the end of the day you you got to make that commitment you got to walk it out you got to build that relationship with god it's just like when you build a relationship with someone else like if you if you don't continue to get to know the person then the relationship is going to be strained and then you are two different separate people and you're <laughs> like basically roommates at the at this time like you there's no quality time there's no intimacy so if you're not in his word, if you're not praying, you're not fasting, you're not um, just have that um, desire to like want to, you know, want to get closer to him, then you're not going to be able to benefit all of grace. It's almost like that stubbornness. It's a little bit of stubbornness there. You know, you don't want to set time apart. You don't want to, you know, get in his word. You check yourself you know <laughs> before you wreck yourself as they say <laughs> um so you know i just encourage everyone encouraging myself you know team to get in the word you know whether it's bible study night or not <laughs> like prepare yourself because you not you're not going to ever know when you're going to need to extend grace 
or when grace is knocking at your door you need to open it and embrace it so i just you know definitely encourage everyone to you know take this as um just a little nugget tonight um even though we recapped whatever uh take it as a nugget whether you read the book or not it's definitely been beneficial speaking with you guys and just it just helps me to grow and, and you guys grow as well so i'm gonna go ahead and pray us out and then i will see you guys next week chapters five and seven we're gonna discuss dear lord thank you so much for this fellowship and this time lord god as we gather here as women your women lord god continue to shape and mold us lord god continue to lead us in the right way lord god lord god continue to just guide our footsteps lord god continue to put more grace in us lord god and so we can extend it to others lord jesus continue to just watch over us help us be a light in our family our friends and our co-workers lord god let us just continue to seek your face lord god even more lord god we ask you that you know you continue to give us a peace lord god give us joy give us strength lord god to continue on not just this week lord god but next week as well and as well and and going forward lord god just be with us lord god let your great grace and just shower us lord god and everywhere we go lord god thank you so much for this evening in jesus name amen amen Hey, man. All right, ladies. I will see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Have a good night. Good night. Good night. All right. Bye bye.